0: Welcome to M Run's Podcast, episode number 35. This is your host, Suman Silwal. In this episode, we go on location at Blood Rock Event. I just finished my 76th marathons in ultra uh, it's not the time I was looking for but hey it's it's a pretty brutal course the elevation the, for 50k was about 6200 feet it's in 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 Oak Mountain it's pretty big uh, and, and it's pretty high for us here in Oak Mountain so I'm looking forward to for my next ultra so it will be 46 miles so in a couple of weeks so anyway I just finished and I have, I have here a group of friends and trail runners from Swan Tennessee and I just wanted to talk to them uh, bringing another
1: on location
0: podcast to to all of
1: you Uh, go ahead and introduce to yourself hello I'm uh, Alec Hill I just finished the 25k here blood rock race yeah I came in first it was awesome Uh, it was a beautiful day it was a hard course and we didn't really know anything about the course but it was a lot of fun so what's the difference between the course here at, at the Birmingham area versus the course that you have at the Sony area um it's a lot rockier there's some crazy inclines here that went on for a while as well. We've got rolling stuff, but not long ups or downs. and the trail was pretty terrible, it's like not very well maintained, but that was part of the fun. Definitely, this is
0: probably the, the area that you saw is our very new part of the trail that we actually have not run. This is the first race on that trail itself. Wow. It's really hilly and the, that, that hill that that you, that you we saw with the, with all the ropes, when I was climbing I said respect. That's all the word I had. Yeah. Because in Birmingham I have never seen that much climbing. Would you like to come back next year and then do it uh, the whole 50 miler?
1: Uh, I would definitely consider doing the 50K. Uh, That seems kind of like the real deal Uh, but probably not the 50 miler that strikes me as a little bit insane
0: (laughs) (laughs) anything in ultra is insane once you go beyond 25k yeah that's my sense hey I have Selby here from Swanee Tennessee she wants to talk to us
2: hello yes so I participated in the 50k race and I got insanely lost Um, but it was beautiful I'd never been into the state park and so um, I really enjoyed the you know the views and the train but it was very challenging like I um, mentally and physically I think I I hit a very ultimate low when I realized that I was at the 35 mile um, the aid station for the 50 miler when I was doing the 50k And had to figure out kind of where to go from there so I ended up having to turn around and do a um, lap back of I don't know how long it felt like 10 miles but it was probably like four and then got to a different aid station and then this couple graciously gave me a ride to the entrance of the state park and then um, the Ranger drove me in his police car to to the finish line so um it was quite the adventure (laughs) so
0: it's it's hard to get lost at David Toss's race uh we had some incident today but that was not because of I heard that somebody pulled the flags and stuff, um,
2: but how do you get lost at David Toss's race? I just wanted yes. to know what happened. Um, I think it was a lot of things. I think, yes, beers <laughs> just arrived. Um, <laughs> I felt right on course. I was um, This was my first ultra, first off, so I don't know quite what to compare it with. Um, I've done a few um, marathons, but I've never done a trail race. And and actually, I actually was running with my friend Alex and we were in the top five of the whole um, 50K race and I was um, definitely the first female runner in the lead at the um, aid station at the 21 miler? 22. Or 22 mile um, and was feeling really good and then um, we kinda got off routed after but um, I think an issue that I had with the, with the race the course was that maybe with the flags it would have been nice to have different colors. Um, I just always assumed to follow blue and I followed what looked the most natural path that, um, that continued and it ended up being turning into the 50 mile race. I don't know how because I there was definitely. I remember the last thing I saw was like a 50k only race or turn, turn, and then something happened. Yeah, but um, so it, was, it was it cool. was great. I was like, I'm not, I'm not.
0: The the other question I had is, didn't you want to just want to continue and just go finish your 50 miler instead of just doing 50k?
2: uh the doing the 15 miler you
0: know okay. go ahead and finish the 50 miler. since you are already at 35 oh. mile
2: right right yes and so that was a really hard thing and i think that was like my breaking point when the people at the aid station told me to turn around and there's this i don't know it's an on mental um, (laughs) fight when you as a runner you never want to turn around never even though there was like this inkling that I had when I realized that like even way before I got to that 35 mile station that I was Probably on the wrong path, but there's no way in hell I was turning around.
0: <laughs> Great! No it looks like you have you enjoying it here, uh, drinking some beer. So that's your consolation prize for all the hard work you had to put here at Oak Mountain. Thanks for coming out uh, to Oak Mountain. Do you want to say anything to anybody out there?
2: Uh, no, no, I think that's that's all.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have Brandon Sullivan from Nashville who just finished his 50-miler, uh, his first overall. Um, Brandon, go ahead and introduce
1: yourself. Uh, Brandon Sullivan. I've uh, been running ultras for uh, probably about seven years. I probably ran 50 or 60 of these things. Uh, Training's been a little subpar lately. First 50-miler since January, but uh, for some reason, uh, the cool weather helped a lot today. That wind helped cool me off. I don't do well in the heat. And uh, just legs kept moving for whatever reason. Legs kept moving today. So, uh, felt pretty decent. So, what do you think about this course? This is our brand new course. i tell you what, I lived in Seattle for four years and uh, you know call Alabama flat all they want, but uh, this race is as hard as anything i ran out there it's 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 legit i mean that first 12 miles reminded me of the georgia death race uh it's it's tough it's a very very tough course uh, lots of lots of technical uh components to it and uh but uh, lots of runnable sections too you get a lot of that a lot of the overall climbing you get it uh you know in the in the first 12 miles and then just real with the really steep climbs you kind of knock it out and then there's the runnable sections as well so so it's good would you come back uh, to this race next year and- absolutely absolutely recommend it i thought it was marked very very well uh, You know, I I was a little concerned at first, to be honest, because uh, all three of the races were uh, marked with blue flags and I was uh, concerned about, you know, where we would split off and everything, but there were perfectly marked signs and arrows everywhere and uh, I didn't have a problem at all. And believe me, I've taken, if I've ran 50 or 60 ultras, uh, I've probably taken a wrong turn, uh, one out of every five of them. (laughs) And and, yeah, so it says a lot if I don't take a wrong turn. So how does it feel like running so fast in this course? What time did you finish this race? I don't even know. I forgot my watch today. and My phone died, so I think I was like maybe around eight and a half, maybe a little over. About, I don't know, eight forty or something. I really don't know. Well, we we'll, we'll look it up. I don't really feel like like it was that fast, but I mean maybe I guess it's a pretty decent time for how for how hard the course is. Um, I, I think you know. I think I could probably run it a little faster. I just I tried to I tried to take it really easy the first like. 50 Miles, and uh, I think that really paid off in the end. Uh, I mean, the last ten miles sucked, but <laughs> but, uh, but no, it, it worked out. Uh, I was ready to be done At by mile 40. I was really ready to be done. The power line section completely toasted me. Middle of the day, sun hitting you in the face, um, but um, it took me. It took me literally. I could feel that power line for like the next hour and a half, and and I was just trying to eat and drink and kind of recover from it. And I could feel myself. Gaining strength after a while, and I knew that was a really good sign. uh, After you know, trying to bounce back after that, because that I mean, that's the that's that's the killer right there. Malla, 30 to 35, you're just going up and down, fully exposed power line uh, trails, uh, really steep stuff. Great, congratulations. Go go get rested and drink some beer. Thank you so much. Yeah, will do. (laughs) Yeah, I found um,
0: the leader of uh, ultra dirt bags. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, you did. Um, throughout the throughout the day today, they, a lot of them. I ran with them. They passed me, in, and some of them, they, you know, I saw them throughout the course. And I didn't know what what it was all about. But I have a leader here. Go ahead and introduce yourself and take, tell us about what is this
3: this club means. Sure. Uh My name is Eric Martin, and. Uh one of the one of the coaches now, the assistant coach, as well as uh, one of the original training group for the dirt bags, which started in uh, 2011. 2011, we did our first training for uh, Stump Jump 50K in Chattanooga, and uh, a couple times a year, we train for, for ultra and less than ultra trail races. Um, this is our, our latest outing here at Blood Rock.
0: You brought brought in a lot of uh, big group here at um, Birmingham. Thanks for bringing. And then when I saw the list of Nashville, I was like, Where are they coming from? You know, <laughs> because I, we we do know some Nashville folks that come down here, but not in this group, this big. But how how did you manage to bring this this many uh, runners here to Blood Rock?
4: Well, we were looking for a new race to do. We've been doing the Stump Jump, and you know that's a great race, but we want to try something new. And um, saw the Blood Rock. Looked like it was gonna be a good option for us. Um, introduced it to the group. We were uh, about 60 people training for it, but, but I might say we have around 30 people here today running the race on um, both distances, 25k and 50k.
0: Do you have a lot on 50 miles too, or you don't have anybody in 50 miles? Uh,
4: we have one former ultra dirt bag. Well, I guess you're always an ultra dirt bag, but he is running a 50 miler. Yeah. Not a current training group, but yeah.
0: David Toss puts a great race here around Birmingham. He's like our godfather of trail running. And hopefully you guys can come down here and look up some of these races he puts out. Maybe you can come down here. Uh, what is that big race, next big race for you guys?
4: Um, we're still thinking about it. We've been going up to uh, Nashville and Indiana to do Dances with Dirt 50K and half a marathon in April. But we are still open for other suggestions. So.
0: Uh, in March we have Lake Martin uh, and 27 miles fun run and uh, 50 miles and then 100 miles. Per, that's one, 100 miles I run every year. That's that's my B race to run. So. Yeah,
4: how challenging is it?
0: The race itself is uh, good, uh, not flat, uh, it's, although it's the side of the lake, it's, it's not flat, but uh, 13,000 elevation climb, it's a lot of hills, keep yeah, them yeah. coming, four loop, it's wonderful. A lot of It's a good support because you can put a tent and, and a lot of things, but you, you should look it up.
4: Okay, great. Yeah, we might do that. Thanks. Tell
0: us more about your, your uh, running club, or is it a training group or running club?
4: Well, it's a training group through Feat Sports in Nashville, um, um, so yeah, we have two sessions each year for 50k training
3: training yeah so uh, and i mean it, it's almost become a little bit of a, a club but you have to go through the training group to be a part of the club yeah, you have so to earn it. We, we're yeah. very strict about uh nobody gets any ultra ultra dirt bag gear until they've completed an ultra marathon so that, that's uh that's part of the label that's right. part of the the privilege of suffering for more than more than 26 miles so So how (laughs) big is how big is your group uh overall um over the five years we've been doing this
5: several
4: hundreds
3: yeah it's hundreds of people that have done the training so you know probably at least uh, two to three hundred people that have done ultra marathon training through through our group uh, and all through fleet feet sports in nashville right if
0: anybody wants to join uh ultra dirt bags what do they need to do
4: they need to sign up for training and um Go through the training and then run a race to qualify then you get to be an ultra dirtbag. Where,
0: where can they sign up for training?
4: Uh, FleetFeedNashville.com their training programs that's where you can sign up for the training and we're about, we're opening a registration right now for the spring training which starts in uh, February? Be yeah, February. February? Yeah, beginning
0: of February, yeah. Great, thanks for coming down, and thanks for bringing such a large group to, and to Alabama, or Birmingham area, Oak Mountain, Blood Rock. So, thank hey, you. Thanks for having us, it's been
4: really good.
3: Yeah, thanks for the hospitality, it's been a wonderful trip.
0: Go drink more beer.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I have joined Greg, uh, originally from Alaska. He's a phenomenal ultra runner, and uh, I would like him to introduce himself and t- tell us about his ultra journey. Go ahead, join. tell
6: us your journey, ultra journey, to us. I started uh, running Ultras in 1988. I've ran about 170 of them, uh, about 50 50 milers, a couple of 100 Ks, a 70 miler, and three 100 milers. I've ran across the Grand Canyon three times. I've ran the Pikes Peak Marathon and the Death Valley Marathon. I've ran in about 30 states.
0: So tell us about how different the ultra running, do you still do ultra running right now?
6: Yes, uh, I went to Alaska this summer and ran a 50 miler with my son in Alaska, the Resurrection Pass 50 miler. And it is uh, very remote, the first 38 miles has no aid. So you uh, filter your own water and stuff like that in, uh, in that run. So that's that's my most recent 50 miler. I've slowed down a little bit. I uh, used to try to run one a month, but uh, at 65 years old, the injuries come a little more often, and it, take, <laughs> it takes a little longer to recover than it used to.
0: <laughs> so tell us about how different the ultra running um, the back then when you ran start started running in 84 you said? 88. 88 versus now?
6: None of the clothes none of the electrolyte replacements. All that stuff was yet to be discovered. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know the shirt you'd wear would uh, rub you raw and uh, there was no body glide. You used Vaseline to try to keep the chafing from happening. It was quite different. Uh, but uh, I like the advancements in the equipment anyway it makes it a a little more comfortable and uh, you're not quite as beat up when it's over the shoes are even better and cushioning and yeah it's it's quite a bit different in 30 years so what is your uh, secret of
0: longevity running so many ultras it's hard to run Uh, Any, any, you know so
6: many ultras for so long what is your secret there stay off the pavement it's too hard on the joints if you stay on dirt and you'll last a lot longer so you do you run any marathon road marathon or you done you you only run the ultra never did Uh, my first race was a organized race was a 5k and then a friend showed me the ultra running magazine, and I went back to Alaska and trained all winter, and my next race was a 50-miler. <laughs> Talk about training
0: all, all winter in Alaska. How does that look? And Alaska, Alaska is a winter that's all dark
6: all the time, correct? Right. I lived 400 air miles from the nearest road while I was in, teaching school in Alaska in a native village. So in the wintertime, I ran on packed snow machine trails, And a little later in the winter when the ice got smoother on the river, I'd run on the frozen river. If it got down below 10 below zero, I'd move into the gymnasium, but I'd run outside down to 10 below. You just had to wear something over your face to breathe through. <laughs> yeah,
0: I complain about 40 degree temperature, but you're talking about 10 below.
6: Yeah, I left Arkansas, I taught school in Arkansas before I went up there, and I uh, 32 above was the cutoff for letting the kids go outside to play and when I got up there the elementary teacher at uh, 30 below told those kids that now you don't have to stay out long, but you're gonna go outside for a while (laughs) What is your next big race? I really don't uh, have anything planned until January and I'm going to Florida to do uh, bear bait 50 miler and then in march i'm going to meet my son in arizona he's going to fly down and we're going to do uh the monument valley we did uh 50 miler in arizona uh last year Arizona is a a good place to run there's some Arizona and Utah there's some unique things to see
0: so out of all this uh, ultra you have done what is your favorite place or
6: location or race probably the Rocky Mountains you you sometimes climb seven to nine miles but when you get up there you can see a long way if you'd like to tell give a word of advice to people listen to us what would you like to tell just uh keep trying even though it gets harder as you get older i really think that if you keep after it you'll live longer <laughs>
0: great thanks for advice and
6: uh, thanks for coming out and running our race here at the blood Rock. You're sure welcome. I enjoyed it. This is a lot like where I live. We've got these kind of hills and these kind of trees, and I felt right re- at home. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I have
0: a David Olsen here. Um, who just finished uh, Blood Rock 50 miler, s- uh, second overall. He, he, has done, he did very great, uh, and also he has de- done tremendous throughout the um, trail series this year. David, go ahead and introduce yourself.
5: Hi, I'm David, 25, live here in Birmingham.
0: David, um, what do you think about this uh, course here uh, today? I mean, this is the first time we, we have 50 miler here at the Oak Mountain. So what do you think about this, this race overall for you?
5: I actually, as brutal as the course was, I really loved it. I kind of spent all year, expecting to hate this course because of, you know, it's been marketed as extremely difficult. David Tosh has been showing off pictures and doing preview runs of all of the nasty hills he has planned. Um, And all of those hills were just as difficult as I thought they would be. Um, The course was absolutely brutal, but there are some races that are brutal and just make you feel miserable. This course was brutal, but extremely beautiful and really fun um, he used oak mountains trails in a very creative way um, you never stayed on one trail too long you went on a lot of trails that you don't typically run on if you're here at oak mountain um, so i thought it was a creatively laid out course it's very clear that david tosh knows this mountain better than anyone else
0: so what was your uh, favorite part of or what is your favorite part of your part of the course here um, when you ran ran this blood rock?
5: Um, oh, that's tough. The first 11 miles, um, I uh, yes, they're some of the hardest miles, but they were probably my favorite. Um, it It was early in the morning, the sun was coming up, so it was absolutely beautiful with the sunrise. Everyone was still close together, and because you're walking a lot of it, it was a great chance to talk and laugh, and you could still see everyone. Um, i was kind of hoping that on the barclay hill there would be a little bit of a domino effect that didn't happen but um it was still a fun course it was fun to see everyone's reactions when they saw barclay hill with all the ropes on it
0: so what do you think about overall course support um, being uh, and also the course marking being so much huge area of this course huge area of this uh, oak mountain is used for this race and marking this course is really difficult. So what did you think about overall, about marking and, and the eight station that you went through?
5: Yeah, as far as the markings go, they were great. I don't think I ever questioned whether or not I was going the right direction. Um, and I, I thought about it as I was running. Wow, he put a lot of time into marking this course. Um, there were flags everywhere. Um, I don't think I have ever gotten lost at a David Tosh race. Uh, as for the aid stations, all around some of the best aid stations I've ever been at. You go to a lot of races and there are a couple of aid stations that are sponsored by run clubs and they're clearly the best ones out of all of them. Here every aid station had, had some form of hot food at it, which was huge with how cold it was today. Um, a lot of the aid stations had a theme going on, uh, there was, they were well staffed, they were quick, um, and everyone was really enthusiastic. Do you see us uh, running 100 mile here at Oak Mountain next year, Blood Rock 100? Oh, gosh. I guess what I would want to know is if the 100 is going to be two loops of that 50 course, or if he's going to carve out some kind of new course to do 100 miles. I don't know how you can do 100 miles here without repeating yourself, but it is David Tosh. I wouldn't put anything past him. I don't know if I can handle two loops of that 50. Um, Ultra runners are crazy, but that's a really new level of crazy.
0: Great. Uh, Thanks for your time. Uh, If you have to tell anybody anything, what do you like to say?
5: Oh, my gosh. Thanks, Suman. You are my favorite podcast, and that's what I want everyone to know, to make sure that they subscribe to M Runs and listen.
0: Thank you, David. Thanks for a little uh, shout-out to M Runs Podcast. woo I have Alex Morrow here who is uh, in the yeah, RCA Roadrunner? Roadrunner Club of America, a representative of the state of Alabama. He plays many roles. Uh, Today, I want him him to talk about RRCA, the roles he plays, and and,
7: uh, Blood Rock. You know, in the state of Alabama, we're always looking for state championships at every race distance, from 5K all the way up to an ultra marathon. And the Blood Rock 50 miler, actually, this year served as the RRCA ultra championship for the state of Alabama. You know, it's a really big deal. We have designations and special awards given to the winners. Uh, They go into the RRCA record books, and they have a chance to defend that championship the following year. So do you pick a different race every year, or how does that work? Races all submit to be considered, and then we take um, all of the considerations from race reports, to the distances, to uh, reviews, and we make that determination year to year. So there's a good chance that this race will once again be considered for next year because David said he's enjoyed the process with the RRCA.
0: So how many uh, state champion do you have so far?
7: Uh, well. We're- finishing up the year we just had Vulcan Run which was the 10k state championship recently um, but we have a 5k, we have a 10k, half marathon, marathon, ultra and then we have a distance called other which would be something unique like um, you know Peavine Falls which is 8.2 miles or the Battleship 12k down in Mobile which is an odd distance. So this is going to wrap up the year for us. We've started taking bids for 2017 already. People can go to rrca.org and submit their race if they're interested and uh, if you're considered you get full awards you get Gatorade sponsorship. They provide you cool and drinks. Um, you, get all, you get custom bibs for the event. So there's a lot of perks to the event. And the goal is not to be just a state championship. Eventually you want to become a regional championship and then a national championship. And if you become a national championship, you get runners from all over the country coming in to compete. Uh, it's a big deal.
0: Great. Uh, thanks for talking to us. And uh, hopefully we'll see you in the next
7: race. Absolutely. Glad to be here. I have a
0: Deborah McKenzie from Niceville, Florida. She comes to uh, support and, and uh, take a lot of picture. Uh, to our, uh, some of our uh, Southeastern Trail Series races, and, and we have a lot of pictures from her. And today, actually, she, she ran the race. Deborah, go ahead and introduce yourself.
8: I'm Deborah McKenzie, and I'm from Niceville, Florida.
0: So what do you think about this course today? How did you run today?
8: Uh, Today I did the 25K and I did it in uh, 4 hours and 6 minutes and I thought it was everything that uh, David Tosh, the RD, had advertised for challenging with rope assist for going up vertical climbs that were pretty um, breathtaking.
0: So you you run a lot of races yourself and a different different distance. And uh, what is your furthest distance have you run so far?
8: The furthest distance I've run was this past June in San Diego, the SD100 put on by um, Scotty Mills.
0: So how, how does it feel to go all the way to out, out in California to run uh, ultra-distance race from Florida? <laughs> uh,
8: definitely different terrain, seeing as you know um, California's hilly, lots of desert, lots of climbing on the PCT, and Florida's flat. So. Um, it's definitely challenging.
0: But if you have to train for ultra distance like that in, in your area, what, how do you train for, for ultra distance? I know I've been to Florida, that, that area that, that, that you live. There's not as much trails like what we have here, and then you're pretty much flat. How do you train for a, a, a hilly or, or technical trail like we have?
8: For, for that, most of our, um, our long-distance Florida ultra runners who live in Florida and go somewhere else have to do uh, bridge repeats, So you find a mile-long bridge that has a good incline and you go back and forth. Or you um, use a weighted vest and you're on a Stairmaster. But what really pays off is the practice of walking with a purpose really quick fast pace walking and a lot of back-to-back long runs on the weekends to build up your quads and your uh, leg strength
0: and also the talk about the weather it's a really cold weather and you're always warm in Florida (laughs) sunny Florida so Mm -hmm. tell us about the 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 variation of the weather that you have to go through the different ultra distance that people and yourself you run the runners they run and yourself that you run how do they train for the weather
8: if uh, people from Louisiana Florida area have to go to a hotter climate that's that's uh they sit in the saunas um and run in the sauna run in place or they'll wear sweatshirts and try to get even uh their body heat and temperature higher but for cold weather anything goes you just can't prepare for cold climates i mean it's a challenge for everybody uh but the people who have lived down south who has to do uh cold temperature uh, just layer and and hope that you have enough uh warm clothes to get you through. Garbage bags, too. I hear garbage bags are, are key.
0: <laughs> so uh, what is your next big race for you?
8: Um, my next big race uh, is the um, Georgia Death Race, April 1st, put on by the Sean um, at uh, Run Bum Tours in Georgia.
0: That'll be really challenging for you. <laughs> <laughs> you better train up. Come come yeah. to Birmingham or our Oak Mountain, run some Oak Mountain races more often.
8: Definitely. There's uh, Always a great time here. The staff, everybody, the volunteers, you, everyone here is just so welcoming and yeah, absolutely, we'll come back.
0: Uh, If you have to uh, tell anybody out there or listen to you, some word of advice, what do you like to tell?
8: I would just like to say that uh, anything is possible and uh, once you commit to it, you just see yourself through and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish.
0: Great thank you thanks for being the, such a cheerleader and taking our a lot of our, lot of our pictures and oh. and and supporting us and, and to, I love it. today running it uh, blood rock 25k yes and uh, thanks a lot
8: Thank you. I found
0: David Toss here. He's a race director for Blood Rock, and he is the person who puts us through all these trails, and it's 11 and a half hours into the race. David, uh, how many uh, 50K, 50 miles,
9: and 25K people came in? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think we we had about a 100. and maybe 10 in the 50k probably 120 or so in the uh 25k and we so far have had i uh, believe about 10 or 11 come in in the 50 mile
0: it's a tremendous that we have a such a big turnout for for this race i have i've talked to a lot of out of state runners that had that never been here and i um, really enjoy seeing a lot of people coming to run this race and then you you have put some tremendous Uh, racing and and this really tops everything. Uh, How did you kind of come up with all this course that you had to go through?
9: Uh, Just over the years, I've done a lot of exploring around the park, looking at trails off here and there that are not normally used. And there was some very old trails that I thought, these things would make some pretty nice places to have a race. Well, that's what we did. We incorporated a couple of trails that have not really been maintained for years. Um, and then I found a ro- an old wagon road that went down the back side of the mountain, which nobody ever goes back there, and I asked the park if they'd let us use it. And they, after talking about it a few days, decided they would. So we used that part too, and that uh, was really kind of unique going down that wagon road. But I was also trying to get 50 miles in, and that still wasn't going to be enough. And there's this nice power line easement off the southeast, southwest end of the park. So I found a way to get out there to the power line and we just ran it right over the top of the power line down the other side.
0: To cover this race you had to go through a such a big vast amount because most of the course is not repeated. How did you
9: mark all this course? <laughs> uh, with a, probably 2,500 or 3,000 flags and I'm not sure how many signs we just put I just I spent the entire week out marking the course. So, uh, it's just a slow process. So, most of the time when you do, do this
0: course mark and everything, you do by yourself, right? Yes, correct? Mm-hmm. all of it by myself. Other question I have for you is do you think Oak Mountain will ever like to develop uh, this, the back, the, what did we call what backcountry um, trail in uh, the future? I don't. No, they, that's
9: not in the plans. They, I'm to cover <laughs> the entrances to these trails after the race so that people can't get back there. Now, the people that know they're there hike back there. So, uh, because there's several trails that were already there, then also the, what they call the Far End Back Trail and the Rimwalk East Trail, which we use part of, those are fairly heavily used trails, so those, people will continue to use.
0: David, this is the last race for um, trail series for for this year, this is the fourth time we're doing this trail series.
9: What are we looking for for next year? Uh, The only real change is going to be, this is going to be 100 mile next year. Talking about uh, Blood Rock 100
0: next year, David, um, one of the things was mentioned,
9: uh, are you planning to expand this course a little bit more, or are you planning to uh, do the double loop? Yeah, it's going to have to be a two-fifty-mile uh, loop because there's really, without crossing a major highway or something, there's no way I know of to get another few miles, enough miles to make any difference. So, it definitely, is not room for a hundred-mile loop. I, I
0: understand that because it's uh, the, the the park is not big enough to cover a hundred miles. All right. Uh, Talk about the the trail series for next next year.
9: What else are we looking for? When when do you open up the registration for next year? Uh, As soon as I recover from this weekend of putting all this back, everything, cleaning everything up out here, uh, we'll probably open it uh, within the next week or so.
0: Great. Uh, it has been my pleasure to uh, run the trail series last four years, and I really enjoyed every race. I think I have run many of this race. Uh, probably this is my last year I run the complete series, but we, you never know. So so it's been fun.
9: All right. Well, we've enjoyed having you, Suman. Thank you. If you want to say something to people listening to us, what do we, what would you like to tell them? Well, just keep an eye out for the Southeastern Trail Series next year. Uh, Registration's on Ultra Sign Up. You can find us at Southeastern Trail Runs. And uh, we've got a full series that starts with easy short races in April and goes all the way through this monstrosity in November. (laughs) Come join us
0: great uh thanks thanks for all you do to trail trail running community here at birmingham and surrounding community thank you thanks a lot
9: well and thank you for all you do suman because you really are key to promoting not only trail running but all running here in birmingham area thanks david we'll see you we'll see you soon okay bye
0: thanks for listening to another episode of mrun's podcast if you're an itunes user please rate review and subscribe to our channel